Let's begin. If you guys have questions, we'll save them for the end of the podcast. I have some interesting stuff to cover today for you. Um, as always, this uh, podcast, three announcements, as I always start and finish with. Team BC, the real estate team, we are sponsored by my real estate team. If you guys listening need anything or anybody you know real estate related, make sure you contact us. Secondly, my personal coaching and mentorship program, Modern Success, uh, we have two people joining a day now, two a day. So if you haven't joined, go to briancasella.com, go to the coaching tab and get on. Okay, if you don't know what you're missing, the price, the monthly subscription for new members is gonna be going up soon. Anybody who's in the program, they will keep their original price, but we will be raising the price very, very soon, okay? It's only 97 a month right now. Um, and I recommend everybody join. And lastly, EXP, if you guys are interested in EXP Realty to find more information or join, make sure you contact me and we'll get you signed up, okay? Two or three things I wanna to cover today on the podcast. Let's get into it. Um, I, I've been seeing a, a pattern, right? And first I wanna talk about a little bit about social media. And this is also your phone, this is also your personal life and the subject of um, blocking people, right? Like we, we, we hear that all the time, like, oh, I blocked this person or oh, should I block this person, right? It's kind of like a touchy subject for a lot of people. And you can apply this obviously to phone to phone communication or in person as well, right? Like blocking people out of your life, you know, you get rid of them, right? They're out of your life now. now I want to talk about that a little bit because tied to this, what I've been seeing, and I'm sure you guys see this too, maybe you're just not consciously thinking about it, it's always the people who are the losers, meaning they're not the winners, right? They're, they're not in the position of choice. They're always the ones who seem to set the rules for shit. Have you guys noticed that, right? And you don't have to answer me live, just listen, right? It's always the people that don't have and then haven't succeeded, have never achieved anything, are in a position of choice that will give you this, this advice or they seem to have set the rules. Like how many people do you know that do not have money yet are preaching, oh, you know, it's not about money and this and that, yet they themselves have never been in a position of at least financial stability, right? To where now they can make that, that statement having had money or at least in a position to say, well, you know what, I've had money and let me tell you, this is why money isn't everything. That person I'm gonna listen to, but you'll never hear somebody say that, right? You're always gonna hear the person who never had money at all or is flat broke, try to go around and convince everybody that, oh, you know, don't worry about money, you should never think about money. So it's always these, there's always these people who have a lack or a scarcity in something who have set the rules. So now when we zero into uh, blocking, for example, like I'm gonna block somebody on social media, I see people say, well, if you block somebody, you're, you're, you're weak, or um, if you block somebody, you have something to hide. And I'm just sitting there like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? And then there's people who believe them. Other rats who have no business talking about it believe them. And they want to go and parrot that information. Oh, well, if you block somebody, you have something to hide. Are you kidding me? Like, where was that written down? Like, if I open up the book of social media um, to open it, is that going to be rule number one? Oh, if you block somebody, you have something to hide. You know how many people I've blocked? 
I've blocked a ton of people and I, I, and I do it with pleasure. Now I love blocking people. I smile when I block people. You know why? This is exactly why me and what I represent and what I put out with my communication is truth is force is life is wind is positive is empowering. Therefore, anybody who does not align with that will be blocked because what they bring to the table is the opposite of what I represent. And I repel that naturally. So with what I just said, that means they're exhibiting the opposite lies, mischief, chaos. Of course, I'm going to block that. But now I'm I'm the bad one, right? And people have been convinced. I have people message me all the time. Oh man, I really want to get this person out of my life. And we can think of this concept outside of social media as well, right? If you understand the foundation, right? Oh, I want to get rid of this person in my life, but you know, I feel bad. I've known them five years or 10 years or this and that. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head like, oh my God. So you're going to allow yourself, you're going to allow yourself to be poisoned willingly willingly and i'm just like oh man this next statement that i make I, I really hope you guys write this down and you remember this okay communication only does two things and when i say communication it's not just words that people tell you right it could be a social media interaction it could be a text message it could be a video being sent it could be a conversation okay any any form of communication it could be just body language eyesight whatever it is okay you as an individual any communication right any communication is either nourishing you as a human being it's either nourishing you or it's poisoning you There's no in-between. There's no words, communication, exchange of words, exchange of whatever that results in nothing. It's something. So it's either nourishing you or it's poisoning you. Now, how many of you listening to this, if you think just through your day, how much communication were you engaged in that took away from you, that poisoned you? and your current state of maybe positive emotions, of enthusiasm, right? How many of you have ever been in a situation where you show up to a place, maybe it's your workplace, and you're naturally maybe more positive, more enthusiastic because you've worked on yourself and maybe that's a uh, you don't have that block compared to some other people. And then there's always that piece of shit at your workplace who's negative as fuck, like the asshole that nobody likes. Then when you leave at the end of the day, You've absorbed all their negativity and their poison and they've taken all your enthusiasm and they leave happy and you leave miserable. That used to happen to me. That used to happen to me. And man, is that sad. However, I was to blame because I willingly put myself in that job every day. Now, if I wanted to change, which I did, I would say, okay, I'm leaving this. I'm getting the hell out of here and I'm either going to transition into a new career or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And I'm going to take action to fix this, right? So I remember I read that, right, a while back. I was like, man, that, that, I mean, there's so many other ways we can say it, but those two words are, are very nice because they provide a very pleasant contrast that's very easy for anybody to digest or understand. Nourishing 
poisoning, nourishing poisoning. And I was sitting there when I read it, I kind of highlighted it and I closed the book. I was like, that's so true. At that point, right? From that frame, okay? From that frame of mind now, put yourself back in the situation of, oh, well, I want to end this, this friendship that I have or this acquaintance, but I feel bad. Are you going to feel bad if you know somebody's poisoning you? I'm not. I'm going to get rid of them ruthlessly. You know what? Me and you, no more. If you want to stay in my life, I expect doom, 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 doom. I know me as an individual. I provide value to you, which I do for any friendship of mine. Ask any friend of mine what kind of value I bring, and they'll talk to you for at least 10 minutes, I guarantee you, because I know what I give to my friends, and I know what I provide to them. So if somebody is not exchanging with me or we can say in the context of what I just taught, poisoning me, why would I tolerate that at all? Why would I not be ruthless? Why would I not be ruthless getting rid of them, whether it's online or offline? Forget it. No way. You don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance. Now, I'm going to give this to you guys, this next thing, and, and I really want you to uh, write this down as well. And for the people who are on here in Modern Success uh, throughout the week and maybe next weekend, this exact thing that I talk about next, I'm going to go very deep into it, uh, and it'll be a weapon for you guys, okay? Listen to this. I know this says coffee, but I'm not drinking coffee. This is tea, okay? Let's get one thing straight. I don't drink coffee. <clears throat> There's a way when somebody communicates poison to you that it doesn't fuck with you. There's a strategy, okay? There is a proven strategy to prevent poison from seeping into you, and there's a way to now reverse it, to not only minimize the damage that that individual is doing to themselves, which they are when they spit poison, right, because they themselves are generating poison, but to also, but also, Protect yourself, okay? And it's one word, and I guarantee you nobody's gonna guess it. But you can throw some guesses if you want, let's see. For those of you that are live, especially on Instagram, we have a lot of people on Instagram. There's one way, one word. I'll give you guys 10 seconds, no, 15 seconds, and then, um, then I'll go, then I'll say it. And there's a delay. There's one thing that protects you. Okay, and then I'm gonna go into it a little bit for you guys. Okay, ready? Compassion. Compassion. This is why I'm not saying, I wanna get this straight, it's compassion. I'm not saying we now turn the other cheek and all that shit, uh-uh-uh-uh. Compassion in the sense that you have mindfulness meaning you're in the moment and you're aware that what that person is giving you is poison and it's coming from them and it's about them and you understand they're dealing with something, right? They have an issue. So from that perspective of compassion, that poison cannot seep into you, okay? But I, I wanna make that very clear. This isn't about kissing people's ass or being overly nice or again, turning the other cheek and all that shit it has nothing to do with that. I wanna make, draw a clear line here. This is about mindfulness and seeing, and seeing, okay, that individual is dealing with something. This negativity is coming from them. It's not directed to me. Okay, cool. Now from that position, I can listen, and now the poison is not gonna seep into me, okay? 
Because again, mindfulness, I'm aware, I'm in the moment. That, that's what that means, by the way, the mindfulness, right? If you want to be mindful of, your, uh, uh, of yourself for a second, be completely present and think about breathing in and breathing out and do that. Now you're being mindful and you're present in the moment, okay? So if I'm there and I'm not stuck in my mind, I'm there listening and they're spewing their poison, we can say, now it's not going to affect me because I know I'm in a position of power. I'm in a position of, okay, I understand. My shield is up, but maybe I'm peeking my eyes just to see. Now I have more control. Now I have my protection, right? Think of it as like a shield, right? So for those of you who study the warriors and that kind of stuff, that's some deep stuff. That's, that's nothing, man. You want deep, get on modern success. So, Moving forward, right? Now, now we have this. With that said, by me, if we go back to the original example, I go and I don't block this person because I'm like, well, I can't block them because then I'm hiding something. I'm allowing poison into me, right? All you guys have to do for a lot of these things is flip your perspective and have a different understanding of what's going on in a way that empowers you, right? That empowers me. Okay, if I have that filter now, this communication coming towards me, is it nourishing me or poisoning me? If it's poisoning me, then get it the fuck away from me immediately. And there's no, well, I have to be nice and oh, it's okay. It's like, no, dude, you're, if somebody's sitting here trying to throw poison at you, what are you going to do? Welcome them with open arms? Oh, yes, please poison me. Come on. Let's hug it out. And then pour more poison on me. No, you're going to be like, whoa, dude, step back. Right? So, Moving along, that's the first thing. The second thing I wanna talk about is, uh, again, this is maybe something I've touched on a little bit, but I wanna bring some awareness to people because I, I notice, I, I see this, for example, uh, an example popped up today on YouTube that I wanted to bring to light to everybody, okay? Many times, and we've heard the old saying, empty your cup, right, empty your cup. Um, when you go study with somebody, just listen, right? Yet so many people still struggle with, with learning, right? There, there's this, I'm looking for the correct words here. Somebody goes to learn, let's say they go to my video. The comment today was, uh, well, I'm dealing with this, blah, 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 blah. Now I could tell that the person wrote that comment without even finishing my video because then a couple minutes later, they commented below it. Oh, the video answered it. Never mind. Right? Sorry. Right? So, what does that tell me? That tells me, going back to what I taught you guys earlier, the mindfulness is not there when they're studying, number one. Number two, they already have a filter that they're passing the information through, which is where so many people fuck up. If you study me or anybody else, when you come, right? And, and here's another manifestation of this before I continue. How many of you have ever uh, been asked advice from somebody and you give them the correct answer and then you find out that they ran to 50 or 60 other people asking them the same question? Okay. And I know that I've seen it a million times. You know why? Because that individual is looking for a certain answer and until they get it, they're going to keep asking because they want to fulfill their own fucked up prophecy in their head and their own delusion, which is not how you learn. And I see it all the time. So when somebody asks me a question where I can already see it and feel it, that they're in that mode, I don't answer them because I already know 
It's like, I'm not going to give you the answer you want. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I can tell just by your question. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You're watching or learning something, passing it through your own, you can say like these glasses, right? They have a orange filter right here. Through this, and you're blocking out the information, only seeing it one way, instead of seeing it for what it is. And then people wonder why they can't learn, and oh my God, I have analysis paralysis. That's your own fucking fault. Because the next step is they actually try to listen now, and while the information's coming in, they're fucking questioning it. Like, well, is that true? And it's like, dude, stop. Just listen. Take notes, and then do that after. You have your own like mind attacking everything coming in instead of just listening. You need to be receptive. You need to listen if you come to an event. If you listen to me or somebody else, whether it's free or you paid, you're saying, I want to listen, I want to learn. What is this whole challenging attitude or well, and that's ah, not gonna work? That's stupid, it's wasted effort. And then people fool themselves. Well, you know, I've tried studying this person, but it didn't work. No, the person's information works. You know how many people I've studied and applied their shit and I'm getting crazy results. And there's people out there writing Google articles about them. Oh, they're fake and their shit doesn't work. And I tried it. Motherfucker, it's your fault. Not the teacher's fault. I took it. Look what I did. Well, and then all the stories come out. Well, you did it at the right time. Well, it's different where I'm at. All the bullshit comes out. And I just laugh. I'm like, what the fuck does it have to do with anything? You know, I've had people tell me I'm, I'm successful in real estate for stupid shit because I'm tall. I've been told I'm successful because I'm tall. <sighs> because of where I live. <laughs> people have told me that they, they think I have veneers, like fake teeth, right? So it's like, oh, your fake teeth, you know, helped you, right? even though I have fucking had braces like three times. All kinds of shit, all kinds of shit, right? I've heard stupid ass shit. That's exactly that. That person has been so deluded in their own mental process that they can't even see shit for what it is. They cannot see the hard work and the dedication I put into my shit. All they see is, well, I'm five foot two and he's six foot two, so he got lucky because and, I, and I've heard it all. Oh, well, you know, you're tall and you're a big guy, so you probably intimidate people and they sign contracts. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything, dude? You think I, I go around with a gun to people's head? Sign a contract or I'm going to fucking shoot you. No. You see? But that's how crazy these people are. And they believe it. I could bring an army of people to convince them otherwise and they're still going to hold on to that fucking thought. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But see... When I look at, when I filter those comments through compassion, I can say, man, that person is fucked up in the head. How can I now accept that poison when they're telling me that? And this is a great thing for you guys to, to add, especially when those around you that you think are your friends and family give you advice. You need to have compassion for their ignorance. And I don't mean ignorance like I'm putting them down. I mean ignorance, they just don't get it. If you're sitting at a table with people who are not top level business people, and you're talking about making millions of dollars, how the fuck can you expect them to understand and support your idea? When they work nine to five and they make 12 bucks an hour, yet 
when they throw their, their own poison at you, you accept it. Oh, you know what, Uncle Bob, you're right. You know, and when Uncle Bob makes $20,000 a year. Now, I'm not saying Uncle Bob is a bad person, but he's not the person to listen to and take advice from if you want to make a million dollars or $10 million, okay? So anything he says, again, is this communication nourishing me or poisoning me? There's no in between. Well, obviously, if he gives me shit that doesn't support me, it's poisoning me. So I'm going to block it out. But I'm going to look at him from compassion and say, well, he doesn't get it. Of course he's going to say that. So now he can say whatever the fuck he wants. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Thank you for your opinion, Uncle Bob. Cool. Now, while you're sitting here all day on the couch drinking beer, I'm going to be out making millions. But thank you for your opinion. Cool. Done. Situation handled. Okay. So <clears throat> take a look at your own process, right? I just recently started um, doing audiobooks. I never really did that before, but I noticed I had a mental block about it because I was just like, oh, I like reading, but then I, I almost fooled myself like this saying, well, I'm not good listening audio. I'm not auditory, this and that. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to start doing audiobooks. Like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to buy that bullshit. And, and I've been doing it, I think, since Saturday, Friday or Saturday. I'm already almost through my third book, audiobook. And these aren't like one or two hour books. These are minimum four hour books. I'm already through three and I'm still reading a book. So I'll still read a book a week and I'm going to do that. So I just got over my own bullshit, right? And, but that's that level of dedication. And I remember people telling me, oh, well, you know, when you do audiobooks, you don't retain it as much as reading. And I actually believe that shit. That's why I wasn't doing it. Now that I'm actually doing it, I'm about to read hundreds of books a year instead of whatever I was reading, you know, I don't know, like a hundred or whatever the fuck it was, right? If you do four times, whatever, I don't want to do the math right now. So great. Perfect. Simple as that. So what, what is the poison that you guys have to get rid of and what, people are you not acknowledging that are actually nourishing you with their communication? You know, even if you are somebody who's a billionaire, you don't have to only hang out with billionaires, right? If there's somebody who you enjoy the company, maybe it's a small business owner who makes a hundred or $200,000 a year, but their communication is very nourishing and supportive and, and helps you and sustains you and feeds you. Why would you neglect that communication and accept the poison of another billionaire who's a piece of shit on the inside, right? That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. I understand now from that perspective, and I have for a while, why so many people want to hang out with me or spend time with me, because that's inevitable. When I speak, it nourishes people, period. I don't care if we're just hanging out at a fucking bar, if I'm at a club, if I'm fucking speaking in front of 10,000 people, it doesn't matter. My communication is positive. Here's another thing. I could have people come up to me. I've been in environments where people come up and, oh, you know, so-and-so, and they start talking shit about people. Number one, I never gossip. Understand that anything you say to people that you perceive as your allies or friends eventually will flip on you, of course. They always do, right, as we've seen. And everyone on here has been betrayed by people, for sure. I don't go around talking shit about people, even if, even if I, deep down inside, don't like them or I think they're a piece of shit. Again, why? Because my communication is not poison. My communication is nourishment. There's a lot of pieces of shit out there and they actually are pieces of shit who've attacked me or other people, but I can still see a couple good things in them. Right? 
but I'm not going to openly deal with that shit. Oh, fuck that person. Da, 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 da. Now in a certain context, maybe I'm hyping up a fight or something. Cool. Yeah. For the media, I'll talk shit and be stupid. Of course, like all the UFC guys and all the boxers, that's different. That's different. That's a certain context for a certain effect. But I don't get involved in that shit. How many times have you guys seen me? Oh, well, so-and-so is talking shit about me. I'm going to go. I don't deal with that. Oh, Brian, so-and-so said something about you. Who? Never heard of him. That's my response. Oh, so-and-so said this and blah, blah, uh, Never heard of him. Wait, wait. What was his name again? Oh, don't know him. Don't care. That's the response, right? That's the response. Cool. Um, I'll open it up to questions for those of you here live, whether it's um, on Instagram or here on uh, Ustream or sorry, Zoom. If you guys have questions, I'll answer them. Who have you studied or what materials have you attributed to your success? Oh man, Vic. And how many hours a day do I spend on personal development? I would say my whole existence now is the conquest of personal development. It's very rare for me to find, to find me doing something that doesn't contribute towards that, right? Maybe moments where I don't. Um, dude, I've studied so much shit. I've been open about what I've studied. I've given you guys book recommendations on YouTube, Tony Robbins. I mean, all the classic guys. Um, so much. I mean, I'm very open about studying pickup and social dynamics too. That, that's helped a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Maybe I haven't said L. Ron Hubbard. Great guy to study, of course. But everybody, uh, you know, ties him in with Scientology and the religion and those crazy asses. And they say, oh, well, he's crazy. Do your own research. Uh, not directly, Shay. Stoicism, no. Not directly, per se. Maybe some aspects of it, but in that context like that, no. Not like directly, if that makes sense. Uh, let's see. We ever do a YouTube video on all the books you have read up to this point? That would probably be a 10 hour video. <laughs> oh man. And I can't, I can't even remember some of the books that I read. Generating leads via KB core. You'd have to ask, I'd have to get Lloyd on camera, dude. She runs that shit. I have no idea how she's doing it. Cool. Scott. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Shitty days on the phone knocking. Well, Brian, Question to you, brother. Do you also have great days on the phone? Yeah, obviously we do. Well, those good days would not exist if you didn't have bad days. There's your answer. Uh, pick up. I started with mystery, right? And the mystery method and all that. I know pretty much all of them. I've met all of them. And then uh, obviously my mentor and business partner, Arash, right? He's heavily involved in pickup. Hollywood, Vince Kelvin, who's been on CNN and uh, Steve Harvey show. He's another friend of mine. He's been a pickup artist for 30 years. He's an awesome guy. Uh, those are the people that I would recommend for pickup. What is the best strategy to go from salary to hourly to commission base? So salary or hourly to commission base. You make a decision and you do it right. Anybody who's gotten into real estate or has done something entrepreneur entrepreneurial has either went cold Turkey and did it or was somebody who worked a nine to five found a side hustle or whatever you want to call it. Right. And then eventually saved up enough and grew that side hustle big enough to now transition out of full time. Uh, 
a lot of women I meet talking shit about things and people I find myself cutting them off pretty frequently. Well, you have to remember from an energetic standpoint, brother, women are, you know, the yin, the chaos. So that's going to be more normal for them. Now men do too, right? What I'm seeing nowadays is men are more and more pussy as time goes by and they're more feminine. So they're also buying into that. But when we think of gossip and shit talking, we know that women are the queens of that, right? Like we all know women who are very ruthless when it comes to that, giving low blows and stuff like that, right? More so than men, right? On average, right? Of course, there's always exceptions to the rule. But uh, yeah, you'll find that, right? You'll find that a lot. How many listings Kevin gotten sold so far? Listings, um, I think he's done, he hasn't done too many, dude. I think he's done like three and the other half of the sales has been buyers. But he's been doing like one deal a month pretty consistently. Maybe not quite one a month, but maybe every five weeks. So he's doing pretty good, dude. He's probably just behind what I was my first year. Uh, wholesaling, wholesaling is cool, man, but wholesaling is not as easy as people think. So if it's something you want to get into, um, then I recommend you do your research and be, be prepared to spend some time on it for sure. What are some ways you use to retain all the knowledge you consume? All the knowledge that you guys consume gets recorded into your unconscious mind. Everything you do study and that I say and that you hear is recorded into your unconscious mind. There's no way to retain it. It's already there. Now, if you remember it or not, that's different. Cool, Riff Raff, you're welcome. Do you ever feel lost when you were younger? And if you did, what was the turning point for you? Everybody goes through that, man, Sam. I never really felt lost because I was dedicated to basketball from a very young age up until I stopped playing because of injury. So um, I just think if you're in that state, right, um, experiment, dude. I think a lot of people are always like, oh, I haven't found what I like or my passion, but they're not doing shit. They're saying that while they fucking sit on the couch. I was willing to try stuff. I was going to different jobs and interviewing before I got into real estate and putting, poking my head in this and doing that until with real estate, when it lined up, I was like, this is it. And you kind of know, right? Fuck this. I'm signing up for modern success. Good. That's you're a smart man, Brian. Be prepared to level up. How'd you become a talker? Uh, you know how you become a talker by doing this. How did I get good at speaking in front of people? By forcing myself to do it, going to Toastmasters. I did over 100 free speaking gigs, by the way, before I ever charged anybody a penny for me to speak. But how did I do it? Reaching out to people and offering. If you study Grant Cardone's old shit, he used to go door to door, business to business, and he used to call and do speaking gigs. And then he would do one video on YouTube every day, which he still does. And he used that, he used that to eventually be on TV and grow his own shit. How do you get, how do you become good at that anything, right? Whether it's speaking, communicating, whatever, you have to do said activity. You guys want, you guys that are on here want to get better at talking to girls, go talk to 10 girls every day. After two months, you're going to be a lot better than you were two months before. You want to be better at playing basketball, fucking dribble a basketball every day for an hour and go shoot for two hours a day. After a couple months, you're going to be good, right? You have to take that activity, repeat, 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 repeat. But what does everybody do? They sit there and watch Netflix or watch bullshit videos on YouTube. So they get good at doing that. You're going to get good at something. Why not make it something useful? Any way you use to recall the knowledge you consume? 
I'm at a state now, man, where when I start talking about something, it just comes out. Um, best thing you can do is when you are studying stuff, uh, I recommend you take little notes in your phone and you write, and you also highlight certain key points in books. That way, when you hear those sentences or you repeat them or you write them, it, it further anchors it. And then once you say that line, it'll give you access to that information again. But it is stored away. Like think of your mind as like little, uh, like a library, right? And it has all the, the pews and the rows and all the books there are what you read. You just have to kind of walk through and open it. But by grabbing a book and opening it, you start talking about that subject or recalling it. Oh, what did I read in that book about NLP? Oh, okay. Once you start naming certain things, it'll give you access to that memory more. But you have to do this. You have to do this more. You know, a lot of us, we did that shit in school and then we stopped doing it. Right. We just sat there one day after like not thinking for a month, like, oh, I'm trying to remember this and I don't. You have to put your mind in that state of mindfulness all the time. Is there such thing as a part time realtor? Sure. You're just not going to make as much as a full time realtor. Ask all the realtors that are on here. What do you think helped your mindset the most? Putting myself in uncomfortable situations all the time. For everybody on here, there's one or two things that scare you to fucking death. Do those things often and watch what happens. I don't, I don't have a book that's a Bible for me, brother. I don't, right? The more, the more I learn, the more I find out that studying directly under mentors who I admire or going to live events are so much more gratifying and I take so much more from them than I do books as often as possible, right? What do you think about video email for connecting with leads in a CRM? Real estate on the move. I've been preaching that for years. Yes, do it. When I bought the GTR, it was 83,000. 83,600 out the door, I think, or something like that. Maybe 84, can't remember. My local Toastmasters club requires me to be 18 to join. Shay, get a fake ID, if you can. <laughs> there we go. Or grow a beard if you can, dude. Just get the little mustache and, you know, put it right here. <laughs> what do you suggest for a part-time realtor? Eventually go full-time and have a plan. Are you with Kelly Williams? No. Uh, I'm not. I'm with uh, EXP. Absolutely. Join Toastmasters. My communication skills have taken a leap. Was terrified at first. Boom. There you go. Excellent. Cool. You guys are welcome. All right. I'll end it here. I'll end it here. I'll answer this, this last question. End it here. Studying hypnosis and NLP Vic. Um, I just, I, I noticed that individuals like Anthony Robbins and a lot of people who I admired the way that they spoke and how much they understand of the mind were well studied in NLP and hypnosis. So it, it opened that door for me. Um, if you guys are new to those subjects, I recommend you go to Amazon and just type in hypnosis or NLP and buy one or two introduction books just so you guys get used to it. Then from there, you'll, you'll understand which way you want to go, right? It's like a hyp hypnosis. There's four or five or six or seven types of hypnosis uh, styles, right? You have people who originally started hypnosis uh, who were more about direct hypnosis, right? Which is giving commands and you have indirect and you have conversational hypnosis, which is from uh, Milton Erickson, right? So you have so many different types. And then as you get deeper into NLP and more advanced practitioner training, you'll go deeper and deeper. But once you start studying these things, it'll, your own mind will lead you towards the path that you want to take as far as which one you want to study more. 
um, and kind of how deep you want to go into it and which branch you want to go into it, right? So that'll be up to you. Thank you for being here, everybody. As always, this is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team, right? If you need anything, make sure you contact us worldwide. To Modern Success, we've already had one person join, which was Brian, smart man. If you guys haven't joined, go to briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab and get on Modern Success ASAP. ASAP, it'll change your life. And lastly, EXP Realty, which is the brokerage that I joined a few months ago. If you're interested in joining, you want some more information or you're ready to join now, I put some links in the podcast description, but if not, reach out to me and I'll help you guys out. Okay. Have a good evening, everybody. Peace out. See you on Wednesday, same place, same time. All right. Holla. <laughs>